Hello, good evening. It is Saturday, seven o'clock. This is Euro 2022 Daily Live. We have got a good show for you lined up tonight. We're going to be looking back, of course, on the England win last night, 5-0 against Northern Ireland to move into the quarterfinals in great style. We're going to look at a little bit on the Austria-Norway game as well. Of course, Austria did win to qualify for the quarterfinals. And also, of course, we're going to be looking ahead to Group B, which concludes tonight at eight o'clock with Germany against Finland. And a big game, as far as we're concerned, in England is the Spain against Denmark game. Whoever qualifies in second place out of those two we will be playing next week. So lots to get through. We've got Andreas joining us as well. Coming up, the other side of this. We'll be all right with Ellen White. Take the lead with Beth Mead. Williamson gets the job done and Lauren Hemp is heaven sent. Hear the lionesses roar. So the CD, the beautiful game was won last night by Russ Morgan. So Russ, I've sent you a, a thing on Twitter. So please let us know where you want us to send that to. Congratulations on winning that brilliant CD. Uh, it was a good competition in the end. Lots of people entered and it was quite exciting towards the end of the game. But Russ came out on top with 14 goals. He predicted the correct number of goals that we'd score. So well done to Russ. Uh, Terry missed out by just one goal in the end. The own goal it was cost Terry his chance to win. Never mind. Unfortunately, that's uh, the way it goes. But anyway, um, it's um, obviously a pleasure to be joined again by Andreas this evening. Are you okay, mate? Yeah, I'm okay. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. Glad to be here and uh, excited for the show and for the matches tonight. Yes, there's some obviously one particularly big game, um, more so than the Germany game because Germany have already qualified, Finland are already out. But there's a lot riding on the, the Spain-Denmark game at 8 o'clock as well in Group B. As we said, Spain need a draw, Denmark have to win. And if Denmark do win, it'll be Denmark we, we face in the quarterfinals at Brighton on Wednesday instead of Spain, which maybe would be a slightly better game for us perhaps overall. But we will talk about that. I mean, obviously, I suppose the only place we can start is the last, last night's game um, down at Southampton, England against Northern Ireland. It kind of went as expected in many ways. But Northern Ireland, certainly for the first 35 minutes or so, 40 minutes, worked so hard defensively, didn't they? Made it really difficult for us. What did you make of the game overall, Andreas? Yeah, um, in the end, it was as expected. We scored a lot of goals. It was without problems, the winning. But uh, I think we have to give respect to the Northern Ireland team because uh, they are uh, non-professional, uh, half-professionals. I think uh, most of them are playing in, in the championship in England or in the Northern Ireland League. So for them, it was their first appearance on, on the big, uh, stage and uh, yeah they did they did their best and uh, you know in this match uh, it was 30 35 minutes in which they were uh, yeah they kept their clean sheet but uh, England was dominating and uh, it was only a question of time when the first goal uh, will be scored and then they yeah normally you would say it was clear that there will be more goals then so yeah it, it was just uh, the normal development and and it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought England did a, a professional job. I mean, they wasn't outstanding, certainly nowhere near the levels that we've reached against Norway, but it was a good performance, good professional job that we did. Um, and yeah, you, you always got a feeling once we made the breakthrough, a bit similar to the previous games we played against Northern Ireland, once we score one, We'll then get two and three and four and whatever. And that's exactly what happened in the end. Yeah, we missed a few chances. Well, I thought Northern Ireland did well, actually. Certainly for the first half an hour was they did really well blocking out the threat from the wide area, didn't they, on Lauren Hemp and Beth Mead. I thought they kept them pretty quiet for half an hour or so. But eventually, of course, their quality shone through and we were able to, you know, get the job done. Uh, Beth Mead had another good game, didn't she? Get herself another goal going for the golden boot. She could have had one more as well at the end. I thought she was going to get another one. But um, but she did play well. Again, another brilliant performance from her. And yeah, it was a it was a strange performance in many ways because I didn't think too many of the England players really stood out. A bit like the Austria game, actually. It was a good performance without any one player really being outstanding. I thought Kirby had a good game. Frank Kirby played well. 
Um, and I thought Kira Walsh, as always, nice and solid, steady with the ball, gets it moving. Um, but nobody was outstanding for me. The fact Alicia Russo came on, got two goals and got player of the match kind of summed it up for me. And she played well, Russo, actually, when she came on. She's pushing herself for a starting place. I don't think she's going to get one. I think that the team is pretty much picking itself. But she's done well, hasn't she, Russo? And also Ella Toon as well was brilliant last night when she came on. Yeah, especially uh, Russo. Uh, every time she comes in or she came in these three matches, uh, she tried to make a difference or, or to yeah to show that uh, you can count on her. Uh, I think Alan White will be uh, the number one striker, but uh, we all know that uh, we can bring Alessia Russo, and she's always a danger, a threat for a goal. And uh, one player I think uh, who was very good was Alex Greenwood. Uh, yeah, she was uh, okay, solid in defense. It's not, not too difficult against Northern Ireland, but uh, her passes uh, and, and the way she mm. played, she, she tried to open the game, and uh, uh, yeah, she had a good eye for her uh, teammates. Uh, I think uh, it was a good performance from her. Uh, mm. yeah. And uh, Fran Kirby, yeah, with as we know her with the. Uh, the uh, yeah passes and and not trying to be selfish but always seeing the other the other player who is who is a better position so yeah it it gives hope for for the next matches because we don't uh, uh, have only 11 players but we have uh, a big squad and you can bring everybody in i was a bit mm -hmm. astonished that uh, serena made no change for the starting 11 yeah yeah well um yeah, she, she wanted to keep the flow and then uh, and then give players a rest. It was okay. Uh, Beth Mead got no rest. But I don't know where where she's got her her power or her lungs are working perfectly. Uh, she's she's so far. I think she's the best player of the tournament. I think she has been so far, without a doubt. I think she's been the player of the group stage so far. I mean, there's still a few games to finish off now in the next couple of days. But yeah, I, I think she has been. You know, she's she's got. A goal in every game. She's got an assist in every game, apart from the first one where she scored the only goal. So, um, yeah, she she has been the the one outstanding player in, in the tournament so far. So, yeah, it, we couldn't have asked for much much more from her. You know, and funny enough, I was I was chatting to somebody this morning that never watches women's football. They watched the game against Norway. The first thing they said to me. Now, bear in mind, they don't know any of the players who they play for anything. Said to me, England's number seven is a good player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dingers number seven is a very good player. Yeah. Um, but we know that because we watch her week in, week out. But yeah, it, that just shows the impact that some of these players are making on people that haven't followed women's football before, but now they're talking about them. And now that's you know they're, they're recognizing how good they are. And I think that's that's a great that's a great step. And I've noticed that a few times in the last couple of weeks. You know, people know I follow women's football, so that they'll maybe mention it to me, but but they wouldn't have done before. They wouldn't have even talked about it. And now they're talking about it really enjoyed the game of picking out players and stuff like that. And it's good. And hopefully this is going to continue, um, you know, as, as the tournament goes on and as, as the season comes around as well, because I think that's been a positive thing. But yeah, I mean, Beth Mead has been incredible. Let's be honest. Every single game, she's going to a new level. Every time she plays, she seems to get better than she played in the game before. And this is, you know, been going on for a year or so now. It's like, how much better can she get? It's ridiculous. But um, obviously we're enjoying her performances and it's great to see her doing so well. And, and, you know, now she's become the key player. She can't be left out of that team. She can't even be taken off the pitch, really, because she's so key. She can make things happen. She does make things happen. You know, she, she set up Russo for a hat-trick at the end, didn't she? She'll put it on a plate for her. <laughs> and Russo puts it over the bar in the last minute. But, uh, you know, she, she's just the key player now. And, and that's great to see. But, yeah, um, her performances have been um, have been fantastic. And, yeah, overall, I say it was... It was a little bit of a, a come-down performance maybe from the Norway game, which we kind of expected. We got the job done, 1-5-0. We have to be pleased with that um, and, and move on. Uh, Terry's in the chat. He says, um, good evening, Richard Andreas. Hope all's well. Isn't it nice we can relax until Wednesday? Um, yes, it's nice that we, although I'm starting to feel a little bit tense about that already, I think it will become a little bit clearer tonight when we see who we're playing. Because at the moment, we're not sure, are we, Spain or Denmark? Probably Spain, but you never know. Um, so, yeah, what, I think once they know who, who we're playing, we can then look forward to that game and, you know, decide how we think it might go. We can talk about that, obviously, later on, um, as, you know, later on, maybe tomorrow and stuff on tomorrow's show. But, yeah, um, it was it was a nice, relaxed night, wasn't it? A nice, relaxed performance, a nice 
you know, a nice res result in the end. And it was, it sounded like a good atmosphere. Obviously, Amar was there, did the vlog for us. Sounded like a really good atmosphere in the stadium, as well as you'd expect anyway. Nearly sell out crowd again, 30,000. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it, Andreas? The, 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 I mean, I know the England games you'd expect to, but the crowds have been just phenomenal, haven't they? All Every single match. Yeah, and it's already um, a record for uh, attendances yeah. uh, for, for the Euros. Already now, uh, the group stage is not yet finished and it's yeah. a record attendance, so that's fantastic. That's what we all hope for. And yeah, um, I think uh, the key of, of the whole thing is the English team, the performance of the Lionesses. And uh, this, um, yeah, this lets the interest in the country grow and people like or want to see oh oh there's there's football tournament oh yeah the english are doing good okay let's let's uh, watch on tv oh it was nice oh, so let's let's go to a stadium so i think this this develops and it's fantastic uh, to see this and yeah <laughs> to, to yesterday's match uh, it's it's of course good to have a relaxed match and uh, i was uh, watching or, or zapping to the other match uh, between austria and uh, Mm. Norway, uh, but there was no. Uh, uh, it was just relaxed watching Austria. I, I thought personally it would be great if Austria qualifies uh, because we know uh, a lot of players there. But uh, if not, well, okay, and that's the best way. And the same will be tonight. I'll I'll watch both both matches. But uh, I say, yeah, Germany is through, and uh, I would like. Uh, Uh, the Linuses play against Denmark in the quarterfinals. I would prefer them because I think Spain yeah. is the stronger team. But if it will be Spain, then uh, England is able to beat Spain too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, we did draw nil nil with them in the Arnold Clark Cup, didn't we? Um, I mean, my, my, my kind of um, the thing that I would take hope from for playing Spain is the fact that, you know, the two players missing, as we've spoken about, they, they don't seem to have as much of a goal threat as they would have had. And I just feel as though defensively, we're very, very solid and very organised. And I think that they're going to find it difficult to break us down. And equally, we've got the quality at the other end, haven't we, to be able to punish their defence? Because sometimes they, they're not always 100% switched on defensively, I've noticed. And they can make the odd mistake. And we've got players who can punish them for that. So I wouldn't be, you know, having, having seen these England games, you know, not just at the tournament, but the friendlies before and, and even before that under Serena, I'm not really worried about playing anybody because I think on our day we can beat anybody in the tournament. And that includes Germany, probably, if we play well. I think on our day we can beat anybody. So I'm not particularly um, worried about playing Spain. Yes, I would prefer Denmark because it's a slightly easier game to get through. You know, it would be a slightly, hopefully, it'd be a slightly easier game. But having said that, if Denmark beat Spain, they deserve to be in the next round and that'll be a difficult team to play. They've just beaten Spain. So, you know, let, let's get it right there. Um, but we'll see We'll see what happens tonight. It's going to be quite interesting to see who we play. Uh, Terry says, don't worry, we have a 5-1 win on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> Terry let in our first goal. Well, uh, let's see who we play first. I don't think we'll beat Spain 5-1, if I'm totally honest. Um, but what we'll see. I mean, at the moment, I'm confident that we can beat anybody. I mean, what are you making, Andreas? Obviously, Serena wasn't able to attend the game last night because mm. of the COVID-positive test that she's had. And um, it looks like she's not going to be able to be with the squad in the lead up to Wednesday's game. Now, for me, that's, I know you've got, she'll still be communicating with them, you know, via, you know, Zoom and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like she can't communicate with the players. But do you think that's a slight concern ahead of such a big game on Wednesday that the coach can't be with the team? Uh, of course, it would be better if Serena was, uh, will uh, be on the pitch with the team during training and everything. But uh, I think she will be in contact with her assistants and uh, there, there won't be any decision that is not uh, coming from Serena herself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, she will she will communicate with the players like um, via Zoom meetings or, or something else. So she will be informed about everything and she, she will decide everything. So, yeah, it's not the best situation, but uh, as long as she's not ill, Only, only isolate because of a positive test, then I think it should work. Uh, yeah, the team has has to show that that they are able uh, to be, yeah, to be strong, to be an adult team that has grown. And I'm, 
I'm absolutely convinced that uh, our team is stronger than in the Arnold Clark Cup. Uh, this uh, the English team has has developed, has grown, and is stronger than than uh, in February when when I think we draw nil nil against Spain. And yeah. Spain is not as strong as they were there because of the two key players they are missing. So, yeah, of course it will be an open match and. Yeah, and um, nothing from the group stage counts. It doesn't count that you have won eight nil or five nil. No. It's it's nil nil, and it's a knockout match about for for ninety or one hundred twenty minutes. But the self confidence that has grown—that's a thing that counts on Wednesday, and uh, the team believes in itself. And yeah, uh, what what impressed me uh, is uh, that they are patient. They are not. Not going into panic uh, when there's not not a goal in the first ten minutes like yesterday. There was this uh, this handball uh, situation with the penalty um, and then no penalty, and there was no panic in the team. It was always they were convinced we will we will score. We we follow our our tactics, and uh, yeah, I think this this fact, the self confidence, the patience, the belief in itself in in themselves, this uh, will help for Wednesday but once again it's an open match and you can't uh, of course if we win 5-1 <laughs> then I think you should give another CD to Terry <laughs> <But> <laughs> no I think you, if, if we do win 5-1 I think you definitely deserve something because that, that would be a great shout I mean if we're playing Denmark maybe you, you could possibly see it but even then you know I say if Denmark are beating Spain they've won two of their three games they deserve to be in, in the next round so they, they'll be a good they were going to pose a challenge so um but we'll, we'll see what happens obviously in the game tonight and, and see who gets through and then we can worry about uh wednesday then and you know i'm sure serena will have a plan for both eventualities because she seems very well in control of what's going on so i'm sure that whoever we play she'll have the team ready and prepared for that challenge um i'm 100 convinced that she will and i have 100 belief in the players to be able to carry out those that plan and and be able to give ourselves the best you know you can't say we'll definitely win because it's knockout football it doesn't work like that um <laughs> but i think we, we're gonna we should be in a position where i think we're going to give ourselves the best possible chance to get through to the next stage the semi-final that's 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 what i hope that's what i, I that's how i expect from this team because that's what they're that's what they're producing on a regular basis game by game aren't they that's what they're doing and i agree they showed good patience last night we've shown patience before because quite often in games we haven't scored in the first half and then we've kept going kept going and in the second half the quality shown and and it's paid off and yeah i'm not going to panic if it's nil nil at half time on wednesday i'm not going to be that worried because it's happened before and we grow into the game we keep doing what we're doing and as we've seen we've got some real quality to come off the bench Mm -hmm. and change a game if necessary you know we've got that quality there russo um ella Toon, uh, alex greenwood as you mentioned can come on and, and make a difference and all, all the players who came on yesterday did really well so um so yeah i mean I, i'm confident that, that we can go through and uh, and into the semi-final but um we, we have to be focused and concentrated i'm sure we will and let's hope that serena is able to even though she can't be with the team that she's still able to manage the situation i'm sure she will um i'm sure she's got it all in, in hand and i agree let's hope that she's not you know she's not feeling too bad she's okay and that she'll be you know she can produce a negative test quite quickly and she can be back with the team i mean from what i understand from the um the assistant did the press conference yesterday after the game i got the impression that they were maybe having today off anyway the players and then they were going to start preparations tomorrow hopefully at least by monday if serena's clear by monday she can be with the team monday and tuesday to really prepare properly for the game because I, I i agree with you it's not ideal and it'd be better if she's there so let's hope that she can join up with the team again before um before wednesday to give us time to, to really be everything can be focused on the game as opposed to these other little stuff going on going on around us and, and that's what we need it to, to focus on um so yeah looking forward obviously to wednesday now and yeah the stress is going to be a lot greater than it was last night i enjoyed last night's game just sitting relaxed thinking it doesn't really matter and the fact that we won we expected to win and it was great um obviously the you, you did mention there austria against uh against norway austria you know i know you guys are playing austria aren't you now in, in a, in a quarterfinals next week I mean, they are going to be a very difficult team to play against because they don't concede goals. That's that's one thing. And they're so organised. They work hard. And, I mean, how are you feeling about that game? I know you, you said you'd prefer to have played Austria because you know the players and this, that and the other. But 
I think that's going to be a really tricky game for Germany. Actually, they're going to. I wouldn't be surprised if there was extra time and possibly even even penalties in that game because Austria are very hard to play against. Yeah, yeah that's the fact. Uh, uh, I I saw uh, greater parts of the match yesterday, and the difference between Austria and Norway uh, is Norway has the better individuals, the better mm. players. That's no question, but. Yeah. Were no team, and Austria were a team in every of their three matches. But yesterday, yeah. it was it was the decisive uh, fact that they played as a team, uh, while Norway had eleven very good individuals on the pitch, and that doesn't work. There were uh, a lot of scenes when Ada Hegerberg was uh, and she was not satisfied with her teammates, and uh, that's. Uh, that doesn't work uh, in 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 team sports. So um, the Austrian team uh, just performed what they could, and they are very strong in defense. Uh, we saw uh, Manu uh, was was really good in goal. Uh, the defense with Laura, uh, Karina Wenninger, Vicky Schnaderbeck. Uh, the Norwegians had not so many real chances, and it. It was for a very long time. I thought, oh, it may be nil-nil in the end, and that this uh, would help Austria. And then they scored this goal by Nicole Billa. Was a fantastic header. And then, um, yeah, uh, it seemed as if if the, the thing was settled and Norway couldn't come back. I don't understand this. When when you see the names on on the team sheet for Norway, uh, they they should win against Austria. I don't know what's what's not right, what's not working inside, but uh, they have to analyze this and uh, analyze this. And I read that the Norwegian coach uh, will be sacked probably. So there were yeah. there were internal problems, uh, but Austria once again very well organized, very good in defense, and uh, of course the Germans know the the Austrian players or most of them, but uh, it works the other way around too. Austrian players know very well the strength and and um, yeah and uh, the performance from the German players. So it will be interesting to see how we deal with with this very strong defense. Mm. Uh, yeah, Germany is the favorite in this match, and normally Germany should win, but uh, everything is possible. I mean, five years ago Austria went to uh, through to the semifinals mm -hmm. by by penalty shootout and. Uh, yeah, on the other side, if there's a penalty shootout, normally Germany wins. So, but it will be an interesting match. And as one of my friends commented, uh, two teams that are very, uh, very nice players. And uh, yeah, it it will be a pleasure to see one of these these two teams going through to the semifinals. And hopefully, it will be Germany. But if not, then uh, yeah. I think we all like the Austrian team too, and if they go through, we have to live with it. But uh, so far, I hope Germany will will go through. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I do feel that Germany will have a little bit too much quality as we managed to get past Austria. We beat them one nil, and I, I can see it being a similar type of game to that. I think Austria will set out to be difficult to score against and maybe try and get a goal on a counter-attack at some point or from a set piece, which is what they tried against England. They wasn't able to get one. So, yeah, I can see it being a very similar game to that, actually. And I'm sort of looking forward to it, to seeing how, how Germany actually cope with the way Austria play, because they are such a difficult team. And we struggled at times um, and stuff like that. So I'm quite interested to see. I mean, if Germany beat Austria quite easily, two or three or four nil, which they did against Denmark, for example, then I would be thinking Germany are going to be a very uh, a very difficult team for us to play. But if Germany have similar problems against Austria as we did, which I'm anticipating they may well do, even if they do ultimately win the game, then I feel well, that's okay. We struggled a little bit against Austria. They, you know, they're a difficult team, and uh, and that's going to make me feel a little bit better. So I'm quite interested in seeing how that game goes. But I would expect Germany to go through. Um, eventually, whether it's extra time, whether it's penalties, whatever it is, I would expect Germany to just about go through. Terry says, I've never seen an England look so organised and hungry and determined. No, yes. I, I haven't either. And for me, 75, 80%, even maybe higher than that, the reason for that is Serena. Yes, we've got very, very good players now. Uh, there's no doubt about that. 
but the organization and the hunger and everything else i think is coming from serena she knows what she wants she knows how to get it and i think she's a fantastic manager a fantastic coach she's brilliant and we're so lucky to have her as our manager actually because at this time with a home tournament we picked the right person and i believe that you know the main reason why we're looking like that we're looking so organized so structured so focused is coming from the manager definitely 100 because that's what she that's what she demands and the players are 100 going along with it and and they're good players, so they're always going to produce results, aren't they? And yes, we need to keep our feet on the ground still. There's still three knockout games to play, um, and they're going to be three difficult. If we get through them all, they're going to be three difficult games, and we know that. So um, we need to. I think you know when you get to knockout stage of any tournament, you're going up a level, aren't you? So you've got to raise your game. And yes, it's difficult to raise our level from the Norway game, but we need to raise our level up and stay at that, that level now because we're going to have a bigger, bigger test coming up now in the next couple of weeks if we're going to get to the final and ultimately win it. So, but yeah, no, I agree. We are looking really, really strong, really organised. And, and Serena, for me, um, I can't praise her enough. I think she's fantastic and a breath of fresh air for English football in general, not just the women's side of it, for English football, just how great she is. And there's a certain manager of the England men's team that could learn an awful lot from her. And he maybe <laughs> should try and li listen to her and, and learn from her because he could learn a hell of a lot. And maybe he could turn us into a team that's just as hungry and organised for the World Cup. It's not too late. So you need to speak to Serena and, you know, have, have a few dinner dates with her and get to know what she's about and get that into him so that he can then put it into our, into our men's team. Um, and then we might have a chance. Um, Terry says there, Andreas had to bring penalties into it. Well, of course, I mean, you know, Germany and penalties, they go together, don't they? They always have done. It's just what they do, you know. And unfortunately, we've been on the wrong end of it more than one, on more than one occasion, as we know. Um, Terry says there, Germany do look a strong side and they're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, of course they are. But everyone in the knockout stage, whoever gets there, is going to be hard to beat. Every single team. You know, whoever we have to, I mean, we won't be able to play Germany until the final anyway, but, it, you know, France, um, Spain, if it's them, it, Holland, Sweden, Italy, whoever it might be, they're all going to be difficult to beat. And they're, they're strong teams and we're going to have to be at our best, whoever we play along the way to get there. And let's let's hope that, that we can do that. Um, but yeah, Germany are a very strong team. There's no doubt about that. Um, and we'll see how they get on. I mean, tonight they can... Do you think Germany will make some changes tonight? A lot of changes to the team, Andreas. I know obviously England didn't. Do you think Germany will? Or do you think they'll try and look for that momentum as well? No, I expect a few changes. But uh, I expected it this uh, yesterday for the English team too. So maybe mm. I'm wrong again. Yeah, I expect uh, changes. I expect a few players to rest. Two players are out with the two yellow cards. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, Felicitas Rauch and Lina Magul couldn't uh, train normally, so she will be rested, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's important to keep the momentum against Finland. Uh, it would be good to have a third win. Mm. Uh, yeah, and and one thing we shouldn't forget uh, the injury situation. So far, Germany and, and England are lucky to have no. Uh, serious injuries and uh, the COVID situation. It could happen to every team. We saw it uh, for the Netherlands, two positive COVID tests uh, for, for Jackie Gronin and Biff Miedema. This could happen to the English team, to the German team, and then uh, everything changes. If you have two, yeah. three, <laughs> uh, not to say more uh, positive tests, you have to change your team. Maybe key players are out for one for one uh, um, Knockout match. Uh, let's hope this will not happen and this will not uh, influence the tournament. It would be terrible if you say after the tournament, well, COVID problems uh, have decided uh, uh, one of yeah. the knockout matches. I, I really hope that this won't happen. And of course, no injury, please, to, to no key players. When, when I read yesterday about Marie Antoinette Catoto from France, uh, ACL yeah. Rock, it's, it's so terrible and uh, every player who suffers this is uh, it's terrible because she's she's now out for 10 to 12 months and 23 years old she has a, a fantastic run scoring goals important player for France this will have influence on on the situation for France because uh, yeah. they have they haven't nominated uh, uh, Henri and Le Sommer and now Katoto out with injury uh, 
that's not good. We, we all want the best players on the pitch in this tournament and therefore please no more injuries, no more positive tests that could influence knockout matches. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the COVID situation is a little bit more of a concern from an England perspective with Serena, you know, being out. Lots of Ruben Moy, of course, also earlier in the, you know, Ellen White before the tournament started. So there's been a few cases in the squad already. Um, and let's just hope that it can stay away for the next couple of weeks until we finish the tournament off for everybody. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see any any big players. Out. It, it was, you know, I was disappointed for, for Vivian and Jackie Gronin for Holland the other day that they had to miss a game. It's just so unfortunate, isn't it? A tournament that you look forward to playing in, you know, all, all, the, all year, it comes around, you're excited and you have to miss a game for something like that. And it's, it's, it's a real shame. So let's hope that no one else um, has to miss out on any of the games coming up, particularly, you know, the key players in the tournament because we want to see them playing. In, in all the knockout stages. So, so yeah, I mean, let, let's keep our fingers crossed for that. But, yeah, I'm, I am... That's the one thing nagging away at the back of my mind with England at the minute is that, you know, it's very rare that you just get one case coming through at a time. It's normally a couple or two or three, isn't it? And it worries me that Serena, um, who else is coming next? That's That does concern me a little bit. But hopefully in the next couple of days we'll know a bit more. And hopefully, fingers crossed, as you say, everybody's going to be fine and can play in the rest of the tournament. So, um, but yeah. Um, Terry says there, Serena won't want to talk to someone famous for being in a pizza advert. <laughs> well, no, but I think we need we need her to help us. We need to help the men's team because, um, you know, I think she's got, uh, she knows what it takes to be successful and win tournaments. And unfortunately, Gareth doesn't. So he needs some help and some guidance and she'd be the perfect person to help. Um, so I think you should ring her up after the tournament and say, Serena, help us out, please. How, how do you do it? How have you won tournaments? How, what, what do I have to do? What can I do differently? Because we've got great players in the men's team as well. We've got a very good group of players. They just need to be managed better. And we've seen you can have great players, as we mentioned with Norway just a moment ago, you can have great players, but if you don't manage them properly, yeah. you're not going to get results. And that's what I think with the England men's team to a certain degree. With better management, we could go even further than we have done recently. And that's what's missing and we've got it with Serena so we need to utilise her skills elsewhere I think to really help English football in general but that's maybe uh, something for another day but at the moment I'm just delighted that we've, we've got her as our manager and uh, I've got 100% I say faith in her so um, we've actually got I've got a, a friend of mine Adam who, who appears on the show when we talk about the men's team he's actually going to the Germany Finland game tonight and oh. at Milton Keynes and he's doing a vlog for the channel so that's going to be really good as well um, so he's going with his family and stuff like that. So, you know, he's getting behind the women's game as well, which is great to see. Um, and we look forward to seeing that vlog on the channel. So I'll try and put it together at some point tomorrow, hopefully. Um, and that's from the Germany-Finland game tonight and Milton Keynes. So that's going to be something to look forward to. Um, obviously, there's another game tonight, which we know Spain against Denmark. As I say, the, the game that's going to decide who we face in the next round. Germany know they're playing Austria. We'll find out by 10 o'clock tonight who our opponents are going to be. Yes, I agree with Andreas. I would prefer Denmark. How can you see that game playing out, though, Andreas? Obviously, you saw Spain uh, at first hand. In fact, you've seen both of the teams, haven't you? You use up both of the games Germany played against them. So, I mean, it's difficult for you to say about Denmark because Denmark did get a big beating, didn't they, against Germany that night? Um, but what are you gonna? What, what are your kind of thoughts about the game? I mean, do you think Denmark have got a chance to, to win? They've got some great players, well, individual players. Obviously, we know a couple from the WSL. Yeah, of course they have a chance. But the, the team that made the bigger impression on me was, of course, Spain. Yeah. Uh, we were lucky to score this very early goal by the terrible mistake from, from goalkeeper Sandra Panos. Uh, but Spain came back and Spain dominated the whole second half. You have to be honest and say this. Uh, they were dominating. They created chances. Not, not the, yeah, was one, two really big chances. But... Uh, they had a lot of ball possession and I think they will dominate against Denmark too. Uh, Denmark's chances are lying in, in counter-attacking uh, and and the pace that uh, someone like Pernil Harder has. Maybe, uh, yeah, if there's one counter-attack, uh, she can, she's uh, much faster than uh, players like Irene Paredes. Uh, but uh, on the other side, Spain is really good organized, and um, yeah, they will they will have uh, sixty to seventy percent ball possession, I'm sure, and they will try uh, to create chances by uh, through the middle. Yeah, you don't know what would have happened if Germany didn't 
the score in the third minute. So it mm. would have been a totally different match and maybe Spain would have won. So um, I think Spain is still one of the strongest teams in this tournament and I would be astonished if if they don't qualify. So uh, it, it will be a tough match and um, maybe they will win one or two nil. But uh, yeah, if they make a mistake in, in their defense and, and let uh, Harder score, then everything is possible. Or if it's it's nil-nil until the 75th minute, then also one one single strike can, can change everything. So Denmark will see their chances and they will try everything. Mm. I think they, they are uh, they are working as a team better than Norway. So uh, they, they had a bad start in the tournament, but now they have their chance. And uh, everybody will say, okay, it's normal to lose against Spain. It's normal uh, to, to be out in this uh, group after being defeated in the first match 4-0. It's normal. But uh, that's, this opens their, their, their possibilities because uh, they, can, uh, they can try everything. And if it works, uh, it's, it's uh, well, not a sensation, but it's a uh, surprise. And why not surprise uh, everybody? I think Spain will win, but uh, Denmark has its chances. And as I said, uh, for us, it would be better to play against Denmark, I think. Yeah, I think it would. I mean, um, what, what I noticed was in both of Spain's two previous games, they've conceded an early goal, actually. They've mm -hmm. not been switched on defensively. They've made a mistake at the back and conceded a goal in both those two games. Now, if they do the same thing again tonight against Denmark, yes. then suddenly it becomes a really difficult task for them, doesn't it, to, to get the win? <coughs> so that's something that I think Denmark will be aware of. If Denmark start fast on the front foot, put Spain's defence under a bit of pressure, who knows? They get a goal early on. <coughs> Excuse me, then maybe they can... Called what would be, I agree, it would be a certain amount of a shock. They did get to the final, of course, at the last Euro, didn't they? They might have beat Germany on the way. So they can produce big performances in big games. And they're going to need one tonight if they're going to go through. Um, and it would be astonishing, actually, having lost their first game 4-0 to qualify out of the group, the group of death that we called it. Um, mm -hmm. That would be an amazing turnaround for Denmark, wouldn't it, if they were managed, managed to do that. But as you said, they beat Finland. They've given themselves a chance. And that's all they could hope for. And I'm sure they'll give it everything tonight. They'll give everything that they've got to try to get the win that they need. And if it's enough, then we'll be waiting for them on Wednesday. And I'm sure we'll be grateful to, to greet them at Brighton. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm kind of anticipating Spain will win. I do think they are the better team and they, they will probably win. But uh, if they're not as focused from the start as they've been in the previous two games, who knows? Um, if, I say if they might score first, I think it's going to throw the cat among the pigeons and it could be... A very interesting game. Um, I mean, I'll probably be watching more of that one, if I'm honest, than the Germany-Finland game, just for the simple fact that there's nothing riding on the Germany-Finland game. I expect Germany to win that fairly comfortably, even with a, a different sort of starting, starting 11. I still think Germany should win that game. Uh, whereas, of course, the interest for us is I, I want to look at Spain and Denmark. I've not seen that much of them. I did watch this, this Denmark play against Germany and uh, they, they were poor. I saw Spain play against Germany and they were good. Spain were good, as you said, and they were. So I'm quite looking forward to that game. Um, obviously, I'll keep up to date with the Germany game as well. But yeah, I'll, if Denmark win, I'll, I will be happy. I'm not going to lie. I'll be happy if Denmark do win. But um, I say if we get Spain, we get Spain. I'm not worried about playing Spain. I think we can beat them. Um, so yeah, uh, let, let's see what happens there. It's, it's certainly going to be. It's certainly going to be. I mean, what would your prediction be then for the Germany-Finland game? I'm assuming you'd imagine Germany will win. I hope so. I just saw the lineup. Uh, there are four changes. Uh, yeah, oh, right. I think I think the Germany will win two nil. Uh, it won't be uh, such such a firework uh, as as they had against Denmark. Uh, yeah, it, they're qualified, and um, and Finland will try the, their best to to have a good end of this tournament. They know they are out. But uh, it was for them. It was great to be in on this big stage. So yeah, of course I will watch most time the German match. But uh, I will also uh, swap over to to see what happens in the other match. Yeah, 
the best would be Germany scores early goals, then I can I can uh, zap over to to the other match. But uh, yeah, let's see. It's the danger for for uh, Spain. Uh, I would like to add is that uh, they say uh, for us a draw is enough. We are comfortable mm. with with a nil nil, no problem. We are through with a draw. It's this okay. This is the better position uh, for them, but it's it can be dangerous. Mm. Yeah. And, no, no, uh, it can. Yeah. yeah. How do they approach? How do they approach the game? Do they approach the game to try and win it, or do they think, well, actually, let's you know, we only need a draw, and in the back of their mind, I mean, that that could be their danger. Simone Boyce starting for Denmark actually as well in the game. They're playing three at the back. Catway, uh, I think she will start too. Who, sorry? Uh, Katrina Weyer, who was at the Arsenal. Yeah, she's starting as well, yeah. yeah starting yeah. too, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, she's starting as well, yeah. obviously, boy. Obviously, uh, Pedro Harley yeah. started, as you'd imagine. Um, yeah. So, it looks a good uh, it looks a good uh, Denmark team. Um, so, it's going to be an interesting game, that. It's actually Rebecca Welsh, she's a referee, the, uh, the one who refereed in the WSL. She's a referee in that game as well, so... We've got a WSL interest in in that as well. Um, let's have a look at the obviously the, the Germany team. I didn't actually see. Um, let's have a look at the lineup for for Germany then. Um, I think one because that's not as okay. Yeah. Oh well, Alexander Pop's playing. Mm. And Lea Schiller, the best uh, scorer. She was tested positive for uh, COVID. And she's still positive, so she's out for this match again. Oh. So it's affecting everybody, isn't it? Unfortunately, um, oh, but let's like I say, let's hope there's not too many more problems going into the knockout stage. As I say, it would be, it wouldn't be good for the tournament, would it? If if that was the case, as we said. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be um, there's going to be two good games tonight, as as you would expect. Um, and yeah, I'm. Um, I'm expecting Germany to win. I, I think Germany will win 3 0, actually. I think it will be pretty comfortable. I don't think Finland are actually that good. Um, they're going to be organised and they're going to work hard, but I'm not sure if they've got the quality to stop Germany. And I think that'll be 3 0. In terms of the other game, what's your score prediction for Spain, Denmark, then? I know you think Spain will win, but what do you think the score will be? They will, Spain will win 1 0. 1 0, you think? Oh, okay. Um, I've got a feeling it might be a draw actually, which obviously would be enough for Spain. I just mm. got a feeling Denmark are going to give everything uh, in the, in that game, and I can see them getting a draw, but maybe not being able to win and, uh, and obviously not go through. But um, I think it might be say one one actually. I've got a feeling. It, I think Spain can Spain don't look too solid at the back for me, and I think they can be got at. And I think that Denmark have got players who can cause them problems, and I think Denmark will score. Um, and I do think Spain will score as well because they they got great attacking players as well. But I think it'll be one one, and obviously Spain will go through, which would be a little bit of a shame. But anyway, um, I'm sure there'll be it'll be a good game. I'm sure it will, and um, I say we'll know very very soon who it is that uh, that will be playing. And Terry says they're going back to the Serena and Gareth situation. He says uh, Gareth is saying Serena, help me. What do you advise to make England better? Serena's going to say quit. That's the best thing for England. Yeah. That's probably about right, actually, but I'm sure that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, the tournament's really starting to get exciting now, isn't it? As the quarterfinal lineup starts to drop in, you know, we know England and Germany and Austria are already through. We know that France are already through. Um, there's still Group C. We're not quite sure yet. It's looking like Holland and Sweden. Um, but that will be decided tomorrow. I think actually Viv's tested negative, hasn't she? I believe she's going to be available for that game. I think I heard that today. Um, so hopefully Viv can play tomorrow for Holland and they can get through. I'd imagine Sweden will probably get through as well. Um, and then it's just who's going to come runner up in France's group. Is it going to be um, Iceland or is it going to be Italy? That's going to be interesting to be decided, of course, um, uh, later on on, uh, on Monday, that game, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Monday Group D's finished. So lots and lots still to look forward to in this tournament over the next uh, couple of weeks. We're going to have, obviously, there's um, the first couple of days with no games, isn't there? On uh, is it No, is it just Tuesday? Because Wednesday is a quarterfinal, isn't it? I think it's just yeah. Tuesday's a, a, a break day, isn't it? So there's yes. no games on Tuesday, which is um, unusual so far. But um, yeah, so there's going to be a, a day off on Tuesday. But yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. And the knockout games are going to be, I think they're just going to be incredible. There's going to be so much drama, um, and yeah, I, I would I would imagine there'll be a, 
uh, penalty shootout or two coming up as well in the next couple of weeks. I'm sure there will be. Uh, let's hope that it doesn't involve England because we're not very good at them generally. But having said that, I think Serena actually. See, I think penalty shootouts, and I think because we've seen how what a great record Germany have got in them, I think penalty shootouts are down to a mindset. They're nothing to do with ability. Anybody, you practice a penalty, you can score a penalty. You've got five players in your team who can score penalties. It's a mentality thing. And I yeah. think Germany are good at them because they've got that, that mentality. Other other nations, I mean, Holland have got a poor record in penalty shootouts for the same reason. We've got a poor record. And I think that now with Serena, I think the planning that she does for everything, she will have a penalty shootout scenario planned already. And she'll have players that she knows can step up. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if we do go to penalties, I'm... I'll be more confident of us getting through than now than I would ever I've ever been before. <laughs> whoever we played in penalties, so I'm not I'm not as worried about a penalty shoot as I would normally be because I think Serena will have that sorted out, and I think the players they look as though they've got that mindset now that the winning mindset which, which you need when it comes to penalties. That's what it's about, isn't it? It's about you know to win this game i've got to score my penalty and if all the players think like that that's why germany tends not to miss they don't miss in shootouts because they they know they're going to score and that comes down to belief and i think serena's given that belief to our players she'll have it right and i think if it does go a penalty any game I, i'd be reasonably confident that we can get through but we'll see what happens i've said that now and let's probably put the put the, the, the jinx on it now and we won't but I've, I've, at least i'll feel confident going into a penalty shootout when i don't normally um but yeah I, I, we'll see what happens i'm sure there's going to be at least one penalty shootout out of four quarter finals i think that's almost guaranteed because there generally is and one of the two semi-finals tends to go penalties as well doesn't it um it did last time of course austria as we said um got knocked out on penalties didn't they in the end, unfortunately for them um so so yeah i think that um we've got a lot of drama to come and, and some good football um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's game, actually, Spain against Denmark. I think it's going to be a decent game. Um, and yeah, we'll all be cheering for Denmark tonight, I'm sure. We'll be have a Denmark hat on and we'll be cheering for them, I'm sure. The Vikings are going to do us a favour. They're going to beat Spain and, and we'll play them in, in the next round. But um, to be honest, I'm not overly fussed anyway. We can beat anyone. Um, but yeah, let's hope that Denmark put in a good performance and it's a good game. Um, and I say we have got Adam at Milton Keynes at this moment in time doing a vlog of the Germany-Finland game for us. So that is going to be great as well. So that'll be on the channel. Don't forget, if you haven't seen Amar's video of last night, please check that out on the channel as well. Because that's uh, that's really good, actually. Some great atmosphere from inside the stadium and stuff like that. Really, really good. So definitely check, uh, check that out as well. It just adds to our collection of vlogs actually throughout the tournament we've got loads already um obviously there's going to be another one going on tomorrow for the germany game um I, i'm not sure about the uh, quarterfinals i don't think we've got anybody going to any of the court oh, no, we, i'm going to quarterfinal the last quarterfinal france france's quarterfinal so i'll have a vlog of that one obviously the semi-final england hopefully in it i'll be vlogging that as well that's going to be a tense night so there's a few more vlogs to come as well um Right, okay, it's what, 10 minutes to kick off now of the two games tonight. We want to go and obviously watch watch the football. So, um, and I know Andreas wants to go and get ready to watch to watch Germany as well, which, which is great. So, obviously, thanks for coming on again. It's always a pleasure. Um, I will be doing a show tomorrow, which will be obviously looking back on Group B's conclusion, um, looking at who we're playing in the quarterfinals, we'll know for certain. And also, of course, looking at the games in Group C, Who's going to go through? Holland and Sweden, probably. But Switzerland will fancy their chances still. Portugal even might fancy their chances because they've played well in the group. So um, we'll see uh, what happens there. Terry says, we won't be in a penalty shootout with a 5-1 win. No, that's true. 4-0 um, win and 5-2 win against Germany in the final. Well, I mean, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Another 14 goals you think we'll score? We scored 14 already in the first three. You think we scored 14 again? Well, you, you never know. Um, and he says, sorry, Andreas. Uh, I haven't got another CD, unfortunately, to win if, you, if we get... I might do another competition where you've got to guess the number of goals we'll score in the knockouts. And Terry's gone for 14 again, so maybe he might win. But I, I'll be surprised if we score 14 in those three games. Um but yeah, so um, yes, I say tomorrow we'll be live at seven o'clock again, looking at Group C, looking back on the conclusion of Group B, and looking ahead to our quarterfinal. Um, are you available tomorrow, Andreas? I'm available tomorrow. Yes. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so we can look at the Germany game as well, and that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then I say there'll be the vlog of the Germany Finland game on the channel at some point tomorrow uh, when I get all the footage and I put it together and get that up. Um, and then yeah, we'll be live tomorrow at seven o'clock. So thanks to Andreas as always for coming on. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Yeah, I did. Uh, thanks for having me. And now I'm looking forward to seeing the two matches. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm see, gonna. And yeah. I would prefer to avoid the penalty shootouts too. Although we always won, but uh, 
for me this is uh, first of all it's it's very very bad for the nerves <laughs> and yeah. uh, second is uh, what I always said uh, you you haven't won or lost a match because of five penalties for me it's it's a match is won if you score one goal more than the other team and if not it's a draw and I, I was never happy with this penalty situation although Germany won the most of them but if you ask me I would like to avoid them in in every knockout match and hopefully it will be decided in 120 minutes every match that's coming in the knockout stage yeah no no I agree I don't like to see a penalty shootout because it's a horrible way to lose whoever loses it's terrible and they haven't lost the game and yet they still get knocked out of the competition it doesn't seem fair but usually yeah. you know out of four quarterfinals you normally get at least one goes to penalties don't you you just do and it's unfortunate but I've got a feeling there's going to be at least one hopefully it's not England or Germany involved this time, maybe. We hope, hope England aren't really. Um, so he says, great show again tonight, uh, Richard Andreas. Uh, great seeing and hearing your opinions. Come on, you England uh, donors indeed. I mean, yeah, let's hope that um, England keep playing the way they have done. And uh, we're looking forward to the game tonight. So we'll be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock to look back on the Group B conclusion. So yeah, we've got to talk about our, our opponents as well in the quarterfinal. Look into Group C as well. Some big games there tomorrow night between... Holland and Switzerland and Sweden against um, Portugal are going to be two good games there to decide who goes through there and who wins the group and all that kind of stuff. So loads to look forward to tomorrow. Um, so we'll be back at seven o'clock for that. So thank you for watching. Please give it a like before you go. Please subscribe. Thanks to Andreas, as always. Let's hope for two good games tonight. Look forward to them. We're going to go and watch them now. And in the meantime, of course, as always, come on, you lionesses. Let's go. It's coming home. It is definitely coming home. See you later, guys. See you tomorrow at 7. Bye-bye. Their shin pads, hair bands, rainbow laces, brand new fans and different races. Another camp with COVID cases, an England squad with brand new